to the Greenville Smart Podcast. I'm your host, Elaine McNamara, the Director of Greenville Smart and Executive Director of the Greenville Chamber of Commerce. Uh, The Greenville Smart Podcast is brought to you by the Greenville Chamber of Commerce, Greenville University, and Greenville Smart. If you would like more information about co-working space, business office availability, event space rentals, or if you would like to become a Smart Initiatives partner, visit our website, greenvillesmart.com. I'm flying without my producer, Deloitte Cole, and my co-host, Breck Nelson, today, but I have a special guest with us, and that is Ross Baker. Ross is the Dean of Students at Greenville University. Welcome, Ross. Hi, thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you for being here. And you sound pretty good so far, so we're keeping our fingers crossed on our on our technology today. Wonderful. <laughs> so uh, can you tell the audience, um, basically, what does, the, what does the role of Dean of Students involve, like normally? Yeah, normally is a, a great word there. Things have certainly changed, you know, uh, with the whole COVID-19 pandemic. But normally my role uh, works directly with students in all sorts of ways. So I oversee our student government here on campus, which includes all of our large campus activities. I work hand-in-hand with our residence life team, with campus safety, with student success, uh, and really any kind of -of out-of-the-classroom service that the university provides for for students. And so a lot of my daily interactions are just students hanging in the office, talking about what events are coming up, uh, how can they get plugged into campus, and what what does campus life look like for our our residential and, and commuter students. Uh, all of that has, not all of it, a lot of that has changed uh, since the, the COVID-19 pandemic. We're trying to keep as many systems operating as normally as possible, but we're definitely having to adapt on the fly. Oh, definitely. Oh, so when did you, what did you do when you first found out that, you know, we were just going to let the students go online for the rest of the semester? What was your reaction? And then what were your first steps at that point? Yeah, that was not an easy decision. We were meeting on a daily, sometimes two or three times a day basis. Uh, that week of spring break, as as many schools across the nation were deciding to 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 you know stay open or close. And you know, at one point, we really thought, based on the information we had and conversations with our local health officials, we just really thought that we could. Um, you know, stay open uh, just because we're a small rural community with access to really good health care, you know, right here in town. Um, but, you know, as with everything else, information changes. And so we needed to adapt our plans. And so when we made the decision to go online and, and shut down the residence halls, it was really hard uh, because, you know, I knew the seniors, um, you know, wouldn't be able to have that, that last semester experience that I think is just so cool. Um, I knew all of our athletes were, you know, were, were going to be unable to finish their seasons. Um, and my role was going to look different. You know, I, the reason I do my job is I love working hand in hand with students as we try to make campus a better, better place and try to make it a better student, student experience. Um, and I knew that it just wasn't going to be the same this spring. Uh, so it wasn't easy decision. I think we made, you know, the right one. And I think we have good plans in place to continue to respond, but yeah, my role looks different. So trying to provide programming online for students to still connect with each other, um, trying to support students as, you know, they transition to online courses, which, you know, I know myself, it's not my, not my, my favorite way to study. 
Um, and then just trying to, you know, help move the university along as, as we have to adapt, like I keep saying, on a kind of day-to-day basis with, with different decisions. How, how do you feel the student population has been reacting to all of this? They have been amazing. Um, you know, I, once again, I, I can't imagine it's been hard as an employee trying to react to it. I can't imagine, you know, trying to, you know, react as a, as a student. Uh, you know, I, they've been amazing. It's the best way to put it. They've reacted really well. Um, you know, I've, I've spoken with many students and, you know, the online classes aren't easy. Um, in the sense of just trying to have some sort of community with your classmates, but also with your faculty member, trying to navigate, you know, our desire to learn and emails and just this brand new mode of, of learning um, is not easy, but they, they're doing, they're doing so well. Um, I think they, of course, they're disappointed. Um, you know, they are, you know, fearful. I think just like a lot of Americans and, and people in the world are right now. And so, I think they have done an amazing job for the hands that we've been dealt this spring. Oh, definitely. And I think the university's handled it well. And I think from the students that I've talked to, I think that they are amazing. There's a, you know, this is something that none of us had to face as we were college students. And uh, I think, you know, people may look back on their generation and say, wow, you guys probably had to really think on the fly and uh, might, you know, they're impressing people with the way that they can adapt. Yeah, I've seen I've seen some, you know, articles out there that you know each generation kind of has their, you know, defining life experience that they'll talk about, you know, so for me that was 9/11. I was I was in school when when 9/11 happened and I can remember, you know, where I was sitting and how the teacher responded and while, you know, the COVID, you know, pandemic isn't a I would say a singular experience similar to 9/11, I do believe this is going to be you know, this generation's like moment. And so you're exactly right. I think when, when we look back on it, you know, the seniors are going to remember it in a specific way, you know, all, all the students can remember it in, in many different ways. And so completely agree. I think this is potentially the defining moment of this, of this generation. Oh, I think so. I think it's uh, what it's doing is sparking a lot of uh, ingenuity and creative thinking, um, which is, you know, if there's anything good that can come out of it, I think that's, you know, a couple of things that are good that can come out of the situation. And I know that you've had to be very creative, you and the, the rest of the, um, the staff at the university. What are some techniques that you've been using to keep the students engaged this semester? Yeah, it's definitely been a team effort. And you're exactly right. I think each person is able to come up with, you know, this, this creative idea that, I, you know, is all geared towards trying to provide as close to the experience that we can had they, had they been on campus. And so, you know, Zoom has become everyone's favorite friend, it seems like. Um, and right. so, you know, we, we're trying our best to do programming over Zoom where students can still see each other. We've really, you know, noticed that students are engaging a lot over social media. They already were, but even more so now. And so using Instagram and Facebook and Snapchat, uh, you know, TikTok, among other social media platforms to just to get students to respond and engage with each other has proven to be probably our most successful. Um, I was really impressed with the idea that Lori Gaffner had with Chapel and, and, um, you know, providing what she considers like the best hits, you know, the, the best chapels that we've had over the last couple of years and sending those out each week to try to provide some kind of spiritual formation experience. 
And I think the coolest part is along with that is we still have faculty who are saying, Hey, I'll, I'd be happy to record myself. And so, you know, Dwayne Neely gave a chapel message this week and we have one coming up from a science professor in a few weeks. Um, we have, you know, people who are replicating their small groups over uh, zoom over FaceTime. And so, I still think there, exactly like you said, there are some really creative ways that people are engaging with each other, you know, from a distance uh, that, are, that are proven to be really successful. Um, so yeah, text, phone calls, FaceTime, you know, I feel like that's what I'm, I'm on all day these days. Uh, and while I definitely enjoy, you know, someone dropping by the office to, to catch up, I've also really enjoyed some of this more dedicated time with individual people. Um, like you said, trying to find some positives during this, during this time. Oh, definitely. And I, I can imagine that, um, you know, we, when we have it going easy and, you know, before this time when things were normal, you know, sometimes we were a little, uh, you know, bashing towards technology. I mean, in my generation, not maybe yours, but the older, you know, everybody's in their phone, everybody's doing this and that, but technology is really saving us and connecting us right now. It's kind of amazing. Absolutely. And I'm, I was on a phone call with, uh, with a friend who works, you know, outside of higher ed, we, we both have realized, you know, we're going to start doing things differently in response to this. So, um, you know, to give an example, our, our housing lottery information, we, we went online with that this last year, but even this year we had to change and update it because we had to go fully online, you know, this time around. And so, Uh, you know, and, and we think that there's some positives to that. And so I fully believe that we will, you know, leverage technology even more once we get out of this, because we're realizing there's more efficiencies there. Uh, it's it able to more, more people to engage, um, and they're not limited by space or, or resources. Uh, so completely agree. I think technology is saving us. And I, I truly believe we will see differences not only in higher ed, but you know, but all over the world, uh, you know, in response to how we're being creative right now. I think you're right. Hey, I want to bring this up because uh, we talked about the seniors and how things are not what they expected this semester. Have there been any propositions as to an alternative for a graduation ceremony? Has that been tossed? There have been. I'm I'm on the I'm on the commencement committee, and and we met this week to discuss that. So I don't think we're ready to share what our plans are yet because we um, need to you know dot our eyes and cross our t's. I think is how that goes. Um, yeah. And so, but we do have plans in place uh, for for putting on our our the same commencement that we would have just at a later date. So please hear that it's postponed, not canceled. Um, and I'm really excited because I think it'll allow us to do even, you know, maybe a larger celebration that we normally would have with more time to, to get ready for it. So absolutely want to celebrate the seniors. They deserve that. They put in sure. you know, four, four hard years of work. And so um, once those plans are ready, it will be, it will be sent out to everyone. Well, that's exciting. Now we'll all be, you know, excited to hear about that. And I like that you're not spilling the beans right now. So that gives us something to look forward to. Absolutely. And now before we knew that this um, stay home order was going to be extended as long as it, it has been, I know that you were discussing doing some fun online things for the students. And I, I noticed that you started, was it a trivia night? Yeah. Yeah. So a couple of things we've done so far, we tried to do, uh, there's a, there's an app called, um, 
Uh, now the name's escaping me. Cost me, I think the name of it. It's an app where like you can watch a movie on Netflix with friends and like chat during it. Um, but we didn't really get a lot of engagement with that. So we've done some social media challenges. We had people post a video on TikTok of like a new hobby or skill they've picked up during this stay at home order, uh, which helped. We had this week, um, our social media challenges post something you're doing to like care for yourself, whether that's working out, um, you know, eating good food, you know, like I said, maybe learning a new hobby or skill, like what's some self care stuff that you're doing, uh, to like, you know, to, to stay sane during this, this quarantine stay at home. Um, but yeah, I did a trivia night the other night for employees, uh, where we use zoom and Google forms and, and a PowerPoint to try to have some sense of community during this time. And, and we're going to do the same experience again for faculty, staff, and students to, to do it together with new questions. So I'm excited for that. We're going to do a cooking show here in the next um, couple weeks there at the Smart Center where we're going to have someone go Facebook Live uh, while they're you know, uh, cooking international food so, so students maybe could replicate what, what Jose is cooking and or maybe even challenge him to cook something better with their, with their response back. So our hope is to just, once again, try to, try to have some kind of community during this at a distance where through social media, students are able, and, and faculty and staff, students, faculty and staff are able to continue to connect because to me, that is the defining piece of Greenville. I think that's what separates us from a lot of other institutions is such a strong community that we have. Yeah. And so once again, just trying to, to replicate that as best as we can from a distance. Yeah, I think that's important, especially with a smaller university, because you are used to being close. And, um, you know, the, the teachers do know the students, they know who they are, they're not faceless. You know, they're not just a student number at Greenville, they, uh, you know, their names, you know, their personalities. And, and they know you as well. So that's, that's what's kind of lovely about the university. Completely agree. And, and, and our hope is to, you know, I'm, I'm, I can, I've heard of that through, you know, some of the classroom conversations that are happening, that that is continuing. And, and so I, and I'm really excited for when we get to come back this fall. And I think we'll have a lot of celebrations once in August, once everybody gets to come back. That, uh, that brings me to my next question. Uh, what sort of things are in the works for next year? Yeah, I mean, our, our hope and our goal is that we'll return to normal. Um, you know, and there's, I've seen and heard of different articles and data uh, that, that suggests that we'll be able to. And so, you know, our plan is to just really have a lot of celebration this upcoming fall because, you know, at that point, it's been six months uh, since people have seen each other. Um, and so that, like I said, that includes commencement. That includes, I'm looking forward to homecoming. I'm looking forward to the back to school bash. We're going to try to extend it to a week long deal just to, you know, try to not restart, but, but just to get people engaged with each other again and, and welcome in this new class because, you know, there are high school seniors who are going through the same thing our college seniors are where they didn't get to finish their seasons and, and, you know, they didn't get to have their last performances and say goodbye to their friends and have their commencement. And so I'm just really excited to see uh, what opportunities we do have to welcome the new students well, but also kind of rekindle the face-to-face community that I think sets Greenville apart. Yeah, I think so, too. I think that that's going to be very exciting. And, and like you said, I think everyone's going to be happy to see each other again. And you're right, these high school seniors are going through the same thing. So 
uh, you know, they can almost have a support group with high school seniors and college seniors talking to each other and getting each other through all of this. Be kind of uh, interesting to to hear their stories also. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, what's neat is now we've got the Smart Center open and it took a while to get that. And before everyone went on spring break, we were able to have a celebration with the students. And I think there's going to be a lot of different ways that the students can interact and enjoy the space and the community can, you know, use their resources to have things there for the students. So I'm looking forward to that. You, you mentioned using the, the kitchen for uh, the cooking demonstration. And uh, I know that there's, there's members of renting space that are interested in providing internships for students. We've got the uh, esports team in the, the lower level. Um, I hear new clubs are forming. I don't know if you've heard about any of that. Um, a little bit. I've heard an entrepreneurship club, you know, getting off the ground. It was hopefully this spring, but I, I think it'll be this fall when it gets really up and going. Yeah, I think that's what we're excited about. We we had talked about that, and I think they've already got a sponsor. And uh, yeah, so we're you know, and we may even take you know that from from the students that idea of the students having their entrepreneur club and offering something like that to um, quote unquote adults outside <laughs> who are out of college. And having one as well. So I think um, what, I, what I love about having Greenville University in Greenville and having this, um, this resource where they can connect the, the, com- the community and the university, I think they're going to get a lot of great ideas from each other. So we're really hoping that that's what's going to happen once everybody's back in the fall. And, you know, we'll see. Yeah, I was able to, to participate in the, in the student event and some of my big takeaways, it was so cool to see students who I think normally maybe wouldn't interact as much just because of the different social groups they're in. It just seemed like every social group on campus was, was represented well. And just watching the students and engage with each other was such a cool, such a cool evening. Um, And I heard a lot of positive feedback from students on the looks of it and how it's laid out and just the potential for it. And so I know they're looking for internships. They're looking for experiences with real businesses um, right. and, and getting plugged in. And then also the opportunity to maybe have their own businesses there. Uh, and so really excited for, for, yeah, how the Smart Center, you know, impacts our community in so many positive ways this, this upcoming, hopefully summer or fall when it's, when it's able to fully open. Oh, definitely. I, I, I see a lot of collaboration between our business owners and our students and even bringing in business owners and, uh, you know, people in the corporate world in from out of town to interact with our students, to meet our students and um, just, you know, to see their talents, to, uh, you know, just to invest in this, this glorious uh, resource that uh, Greenville University offers. And that is this, the students of character and service. Absolutely. And I just, you know, obviously I'm, I'm biased and I was excited, you know, we, we had the women's, um, you know, conference semifinal game down on the women's basketball conference semifinal game on the main screen on the first floor. And I bet there was over 60, 70 students just sitting there, you know, watching and, and, and hanging out with each other. And then we all moved upstairs for you know, the improv show. And there was over, for sure, 100 people, it seemed like it was full. Oh, yeah. Once again, and just like having another really cool space on campus to put on the types of events we're already doing um, and, you know, in our, in our town square. And so, 
you know, you're already seeing you know, some new life on the, on the square as well. And so I just, I'm excited to see how, like you said, all this potential plays out. Oh, I think so. I think it's going to be very exciting. I think um, the two can enrich, you know, the two different entities, the city and the college can enrich each other and um, both help each other to grow. And I, I think this next coming year is going to be very interesting in the, in the most positive way. Um, you can just kind of feel it that, that, that it's going to happen. Once we're all ready to get back together, I, I feel like it's just going to, there's just going to be this rapid growth with the two. So yeah, that was exciting to see all those students there. And you're, you're right. That room was full for that magic show. That was so much fun. And every level, every level of the building that night um, had something going on, students doing different things. And uh, I left before they did. And I was <laughs> <laughs> pretty much till the end. Um, so that was really neat. That was a, a fun, fun evening. And uh, hope to see more things like that at the Smart Center. Completely agree. I would say, yeah, it was definitely a unique event. It was full, yeah, all three fours throughout the evening. And, and that's kind of my, my hope for, you know, Friday and Saturday nights, you know, moving forward is just to continue to offer really unique, cool events and a unique and cool building. Uh, just to see different people engage with each other was, was a lot of fun. Oh, totally, totally. Well, Ross, I want to thank you uh, for joining me today. I just wanted to, to give you a chance to talk about what you do and to hear about what the students can expect and what about the students have been doing. And um, we look forward to hearing from you again on the Greenville Smart Podcast, if you're willing. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. This was a lot of fun. Well, great. Well, you take care. Hang in there. You're doing a great job. We will talk to you soon. And I want to thank everyone for listening to the Greenville Smart Podcast. Again, the Greenville Smart Podcast is brought to you by Greenville University, the Greenville Chamber of Commerce, and Greenville Smart. For more information on Greenville Smart, please log on to greenvillesmart.com. And we'll talk to you again next time.